What is up, everybody? We are back with another episode of Shaping the Culture, and we got a special guest with us today. We got Christian with us in the building. How you doing, bro? What's up, man? We living. We living. Doing the best we can. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for getting on this podcast with us. So for those who don't know, he's a local from the Twin Cities. He's got his own podcast. Uh, tell us a little bit about who you are, the podcast, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, Christian Prather. Some people call me CP. Um yeah. I, uh, by day, I'm a corporate finance analyst. Most people don't know that. I don't talk about it much. Yeah. Um, but by night, I'm a content creator, podcaster, you know, all the above. Yeah. Uh, podcast is called 100 Conversations. It's uh, similar to this, man, just having genuine conversations, talking about things that are relatable, relevant to the young, uh, aspirational, yeah. you know, just believer in, in person, just trying to figure out themselves and yeah. just walk a life. So, yeah, for sure. Dope. That's dope, bro. Well, I'm glad that you're joining us here today. Uh, this is going to be fun. I've loved your content. I love the stuff you put on Instagram, too, bro. That stuff. It Like, right when I'm ready to give up, you just be saying things. And I'm like, yeah, I got to keep going, you know? Yeah. And so you're mad inspirational on your page, too. So thank you for the light that you share on your uh, on your posts on Instagram. But sure. um, what what led you to start a podcast? Like, what what was kind of the inspiration behind that? Yeah, um, trying to think. We started. It was about two years ago now. Yeah, and uh, really, it just started through we, uh, me and my friend. We did a, a Bible plan mm-hmm. with the Bible app. It was this forty day plan. Yeah, and we kind of committed to each other. Like, yo, every morning we're gonna talk through it. We're gonna talk about it forty days straight. Yeah, and that was it. Was tough, but yeah. it created this habit, this routine, this process of us talking through how we felt about it, what we, you know, how we were viewing it and, yeah. and how that related to our personal lives, what was going on with us personally. Yeah. You know, I was, I was living in Virginia, you know, with my grandma, he was recently married. Like we were both going through these really transitional times yeah. and doing this, uh, this uh, plan. And so it just, like I said, it created this habit and this routine. And eventually we said like, let's, let's record these, just put these out. Yeah. We think this can be beneficial to other people. Yeah. And that was just the genuine heart of how it started. And I guess we... The rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history, man. That's it. (laughs) For sure. That's what's up, bro. Well, um, you know, being a podcaster, YouTuber, um, I feel like, you know, it's a journey, especially when you're first starting off and there's not a lot of people tuning in. Um, Not a lot of people might know it uh, about it. And there's just this grind. We were talking off... Uh, off camera about just this you got to be consistent day in day out um what's that been like for you bro like because um I know how difficult it is for shaping the culture I mean we've been really blessed to have some of the responses we're getting now um but even in that it's like up and down right like you're like we're riding a high and you don't know if it's gonna crash but it's just like this man creating content chasing your dream doing what you want to do is a real grind and so how have you kind of stayed in that fight, um, especially when you when you got something so authentic, you know, like the genesis of the podcast that you started was really it came it was birthed from a real genuine place where you and your friend, like you said, were just learning and growing <laughs> right. and wanted to share. Yeah. So what's that? Did you, did you think it would be as hard as it is? Did you think like, yeah, yeah what was that? And <laughs> we thought we had an advantage by starting it with no expectation, mm. you know, wow. we, we yeah. came in with it. 
like, oh, we just we do these calls already. Let's just record them and put them out. Fire, yeah. But come on, man. Like once you actually start doing it, you start <laughs> putting it out, you start thinking of things you oh, I shouldn't have said it like that. I shouldn't have done it like that. Or we can edit this out. Yeah. And then you start doing that for a few episodes, and then eventually. You're actually trying to improve it to make it the best it possibly be because you start looking at them statistics, you start seeing people listening, getting feedback, and I think it's just natural to want to put stuff out that yeah. people like, yeah. right? Yeah. And so what we, what happened with us was, you know, we're in it a couple months, and that uh, desire to just be authentic and just oh, we're just going to record them and be transparent that went away, and now it became work. Now it became a job. Now yeah. we're trying to, now we're trying to blow up, right? Now we're trying to grow this thing. <laughs> yeah. And we had genuine conversations with each other of, is that really what we want? Right. Like, did our, is this affecting the quality of our conversations? Like, are we really being as authentic as we used to be? Yeah. Um, and so we killed it. You know, we just, wow. we had that conversation. And we were just like, this isn't what it was. It's not yeah. what we hoped it would be. And so yeah. we stopped recording for almost two years wow. and you know and this was in light of having nothing but positive feedback yeah <laughs> you know i don't think i've ever genuinely got someone who said this is trash yeah, i don't like yeah, this yeah, or this yeah, is yeah. dumb yeah you know um scrap it yeah right you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. it's crazy because you based a decision off of whatever but yeah you know we had all, all positive feedback but in our minds we we're like this is just not it's becoming a job we didn't we never asked for and so when we decided to restart it we kind of um, had that conversation early. It was just like, yeah. what is this for you? What is this for me? Yeah. What's the right approach? And so yeah. we've gone about it a little bit differently and it's been, um, it's been much better because now we know what to expect. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, it's been a, it's been a journey, but yeah. we tried to cheat code with the process and yeah. ultimately uh, the human nature of wanting to improve things and, and yeah. make it the best just gets the best of you. Yeah, for sure. That's real. That's real. So y'all take a step back and you're like, all right, yo, something's not working here. We're losing sight of why we started to do this in the beginning or to start off with. But as we know, you're back. So what was that process coming back? Like you walked away from it. What revelation did you have or, uh, you know, what led you or inspired you to pick this thing back up? Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, I have to ask myself, you know, why we stopped in the first place. Right. And, yeah. um, for me, it became something for me that it was never intended to be. Mm. And that did something in my own heart Yeah, that I began to have a bitterness about this, of this cause that we were recording, Yeah, you know, um, because I had, you know, I had been putting out content for a while. I had a brand, I had an image that I wanted to maintain. And so putting out an unfiltered mm. uh, Google voice call that we recorded <laughs> was not going to work for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I was the one, I would be the one that was editing it, putting it out. Yeah. Uh, we had a social media page. I was running that doing graphics. Yeah. And so it was a job for me, yeah. but he was just, Chilling. he was the same guy. Yeah. That's my friend. Yeah. That would just did calls to me every Saturday morning or, yeah. you know, after the Bible study, <laughs> yeah. you know? So he's like, what are you, you know, what are you tripping for? Yeah. And so, so we stopped because we didn't necessarily want the same thing. Mm. And so for us to restart, we had to get crystal clear on like, what do you want out of this? Mm. And what do you need from me? Mm. And so it was my decision. I said, you know, I want to do a podcast. I really appreciated having you as someone who could help uh, one, provide a, another dope perspective, but two, help pull things out of me mm. because you know me at a certain level. Yeah. Um, I really wanted him to be my co-host. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And so I simply asked him, like, to be my co-host. Yeah, yeah. You know, this wasn't a joint venture. This yeah. wasn't a... This wasn't his thing. Yeah. It was like, hey, bro, I just, I just need you to do this. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And that clarity and that intentionality um, helps us to now, like, we're good. Because yeah. now I know after we record, he's going by his day. Yeah, and he's yeah. cool. Yeah. You know, like, I, I, I got him a new mic. Like, I, yeah. I treated it as my own. And so, like, you, yeah. your job is to simply just show up and, yeah. you know, plug and play. It shouldn't yeah. have to be work for you. Yeah. Um, and now I'm not, like feeling no type of way. Yeah. He's not doing stuff that he never asked to do. Yeah. So I think that's been a that's been a game changer. Yeah. It, it sounds like to me, y'all had to identify roles and you had to be crystal clear uh, who does what and why they do what they do. And once that was understood, the roles just came in naturally. Facts. There was no, that's dope. So you guys started the podcast back up. You're putting content out. You're taking it seriously, right? You want to invest in it. You're not going to have boo-boo quality. <laughs> you're putting Thanks. up money. You're spending time creating graphics, making sure the Instagram is looking right, all that. Um, and then you start getting responses, reactions, people enjoying it, people being blessed by it. Um, I've seen some of the screenshots you shared on stories and stuff like that. Like, What was that for you? And did you ever feel, because what we're talking about today is imposter syndrome, did you ever feel like, yo, I don't know if, 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 if they're reading this right. I, yeah. I think that this is dope. I'm glad it blessed you, but I don't know if I could really believe all the words you're saying about me or maybe what this podcast means or represents. Like, did you ever struggle with that or wonder what, what's going on? Yeah. Um, you know, I would say early on it was, that was a big component, you know, when you're getting those responses and people are saying, oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you for what? You know, I'm just talking. Yeah. I had a conversation <laughs> with, with my homie. Like, what are we, what are you thanking me for? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and the fact that it can encourage people or help them see things differently or yeah. whatever they're getting out of it is a blessing um, and does feel very undeserving yeah. at times. Um, but what's helped me continue to press forward in that yeah, is, yeah. Um, is realizing that, because I think what happens when you get those compliments, you're immediately tempted to go further, mm. go harder, mm. do more, do better. Yeah. You know, I got I have to maintain yeah, yeah. this or yeah. I'm not getting those responses. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I think it's very difficult to balance that, to be honest. But I think what's helped me is just understanding that at the end of the day, um, you know, you just you just gotta you just gotta press send. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like uh, I think it's like a Steve Jobs quote where he's like real artist ship. Like you just got to put it out yeah. and just let it fly and understand yeah. that the responses don't measure, um, have no measurement of you. That's good, man. You know, at yeah. the end of the day, like yeah. this isn't, a, you know, and, and that thing was tough is when you're doing stuff from an authentic place and it's yeah. truly your stories. Yeah. It can feel really personal. Yeah. You know, I could see why uh, artists would want to rap about stuff that don't relate to them. Because then if something <laughs> bad happens, it's like, they're not talking about me in yeah, my life. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. when you're sharing your life story and what's happening and what's going on with you personally, yeah. their comments are mm. real time. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. this happened to me. This is what I thought yesterday. And it's like, when people say comments, you're just like, yeah, that's real impact. And so, yeah, um, real. but it's hard, man. I, I can't lie that it's, it's challenging. Yeah. Have you ever gotten negative feedback or maybe not enough feedback and thought to yourself, I'm done. Like this is, this is too personal for me. Uh, this is ruining 
my heart's posture towards the podcast, towards yeah. people tuning into the podcast. Like, how have you dealt with uh, negative responses or no responses altogether? What's that journey been like for you? It's definitely that no response is the one that gets me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, personally, I have very little experience with negative responses. Yeah. And I think for most people, if they were to truly assess, they would say the same. Yeah, yeah. You know, like rarely do people get a lot of negative feedback. And to be really honest, most of us aren't big enough to even have that level of exposure to get that negative feedback. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to be exposed to new audiences to get negative feedback. Yeah, yeah. But let's be real. People who follow me are like my friends, my family, you <laughs> yeah, know? So like, yeah. why are they going to say something crazy? Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously once you start growing your audience and you get into spaces that don't know you, there's a yeah. negative feedback comes in. But for most of us, right now where you're at, where you're still humbly doing yeah. what you're doing, you're not getting negative feedback. Nah, you get nah, pats nah. in the back all day long. Yeah, yeah. But but the <laughs> fact is, yeah, it's that it's that no response that yeah. that'll do it. Um, or no, or or putting something out that you know is fire. Yeah. And no one listens, <laughs> or a few people listen. You just yeah. like, bro, what is? Where's the engagement? It, where's yeah, it at? Yeah. Where's the comments? What yeah. happened? You know, why did y'all engage the same way you did last one? Yeah. Um, and that's a that's tough, I think. But mm. you just. For me, I've just kept going, yeah. and I've, I've used my track record, and I've used the people who do listen, um, as a reason to keep going. Yeah, you know, like somebody, uh, I was listening to a video not long ago, and they were saying like, those are like those five or six listens; those are people. Yeah, that's you know? good, man. Yeah, you know those statistics; yeah. those are human beings taking time to listen to your stuff. Yeah. When I think about podcasts, it's wild. You put a, an hour episode and they commit yeah. an hour with you. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. one person commits an hour of your day, yeah, yeah. You think about it and then like in like music terms, and it's like mm-hmm. that's twenty listens. Yeah, or two or three minutes on. That's true. You know, yeah. and so to me, I've just I've had to humble myself. Yes, yeah, and realize that those are people, and if God is calling me to touch two, three people, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, that's all I'm ever here to do. Then yeah. yeah. That's cool because you don't even, there's no faces to those people. Yeah. It could be, you know, it don't matter who it is, but yeah. it could be anyone who they have their own influence. Yeah. And they're influencing the entire group of people. Yeah. Based on that. Like I had, you know, I had somebody reach out to me not that long ago and they said, yeah, we, uh, at our young adult night, we play your podcast and, wow. and, and use it to, like, as part of our conversation. I was just humbled. Mm. You know, I'm not in that room. Yeah. But yeah. they're using that as a, as an opportunity to engage and yeah. learn. Yeah. yeah humbled yeah. you know so that, yeah. that i've had to continually humble myself That's over so good. and over what does that look like because <clears throat> i don't know if this has been your experience but for me that humbling process is uh is something i have to it's a reoccurring one so you know you get hit with some 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 things that you know get you off your high horse and you got to sit down and be like all right i don't think I shouldn't think of myself too highly. I should be sober minded about who I am. And you're like, you go back to the drawing board and you're like, no one owes me views. No one owes me shares. No one owes me likes. No one owes me subscribe. By the way, if you like, please subscribe, like, and share. But uh, no one owes any, uh, that us that. And so you, you sit there and you realize, man, why am I going back to the drawing board? Like, I'm doing this to serve people. This is a genuine thing. Like, God, whoever, whoever needs to listen, let them listen. What what has that process been like for you, um, and what what's like the rude awakening that happens for you to realize, oh, I I got to come back 
and I got to humble myself. Like I, I'm getting in my head ahead of myself. I'm starting to fall back into old thoughts or old habits or old ways of thinking when it comes to what I'm owed with this podcast game. Um, what's that? I, I know for, I'll speak for myself. I yeah. know for me, um, you, you said something so profound, bro. Like for real. And that's actually something I've been thinking about a lot is, yo, two, three people, they're people, they're souls, they're eternal souls. You know what I'm saying? And to have the ears of just one person is incredible. And sometimes I sit and I think to myself, yo, like if, if I get five views, I've got to understand that five people are thinking about this content and they're having conversations about it, or maybe they're critically thinking about it. Maybe it's shaping the way they view things like that's kingdom work. And I think like, Sometimes we in the celebrity uh, culture, we think that more views is God's work yeah. and God could do be doing just as much work with five, six people as he could be doing with the masses. And I think that like I think about, you know, I've, I've, I've had to encourage myself in the Lord a lot of the times, especially like as a church planter, because, you know, you look at Jesus's model and Jesus always left the crowd. Yeah. You know, he never stayed there. He he gathered his 12 and that was who he he wanted to spend his time on. And and, and we're not saying there's anything wrong with growing your platform. I, I don't know if any of us would like it'd be great if the platform grew. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? But like at the at the end of the day, like we got to also realize, yo, less is sometimes more. Yeah. And we have to redefine what success is. I know this year, 2020, is coming to an end. Um, with COVID, I have, I've had to reprioritize certain things and I've had to redefine what a win is. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't succeed in 2020 with the same level of awareness that I had going into the year. Like, what a win was for me in February could not have been a win for me in April because of the season that we're in the context that we're in. And so like, I think great leaders pivot all the time. And so uh, for you, like, what is that process look? What does that process look like to go back to the drawing board when you're humbled and you're like, all right, I'm getting ahead of myself. Like, let me, yo, this is God. A win is maybe nobody listens, but a win is I was authentic and genuine to what you're doing in my life, Lord. And thank you for the opportunity to put this on wax and put it out. Whoever will engage will engage. And we know, like, like you know, I think you're being humble. I know we get more than five views yeah, episode, yeah. but, like, it's it's one of those things where, you know, you got to still come back to and realize, yo, it's 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 much bigger than um, views or platforms. So what what's that process like for you to stay humble or get humbled? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I think for me, it's... Uh, a lot of times for me, it's engaging with the people who listen. Mm. That's been really helpful. Yeah. Is, you know, there's people who comment every time, respond every time. Yeah. And so, I think leaning into that community yeah. and making the space small mm. um, helps to humble you in a sense of like, these people are worth the time and energy. So good. Yeah. Right. Because to not be humble, to be prideful about it, is to say that they're not. Mm. It's to say that. I deserve more. I deserve, you know, a larger audience. Yeah. And because I know I should have more, mm. I'm going to put myself in a position where I'm untouchable, yeah. where I'm unreachable. I'm yeah. not going to respond to the comments, the DMs, the, mm. you know, I have a different level of appreciation. And so 
You know, I mean, in the fact of the matter is, like, let's, let's just be real. As a creative person, you're trying to measure the quality of your creative product by you have by listens. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, let's That's just be the metric. Honest. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I don't think I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think as you're refining your craft and you're refining your product, yeah. what you're putting out, you do have to look at some of that stuff. Yeah, and you do have to say, dang, we ain't getting no listens on this. Well, what's what, what was going on? Better. Yeah, maybe our conversation was. Way off topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like that's real. Yeah, yeah. And I think the humility can come that way too yeah. to say that we we got a few listens because we put out a bad episode. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that's that's reality. Yeah. Because not everything you put out is gold, and that's uh, yeah. that's okay too. Yeah. And so I think it's just really Sheesh, being good. honest with yourself to say, yeah. hey, like I'm I'm evolving. I'm trying to get better each and every time. Yeah. There's people who would love me where I am right now. Wow. And there's some people who are going to love me when, you know, on episode 150. Yeah. You know, yeah. when the quality is 10 times as good as it is now and yeah. the videos are clear and this yeah. and the topics are, you know, just more fire. Like, and that's cool. Yeah. But I think uh, mm. it's the humbling part for me is to really separate who I am from what I'm putting out. That's good. Man. You know, yeah. because you could be really bad at your craft. But that has nothing to do with like you as a person. You just battle what you do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. and, and there ain't nothing with be being honest about that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and we need that. We need yeah. some people need to know they only get in two listens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might need to do something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so yeah, I don't want to not be your lane. Yeah. I don't want to disregard yeah. statistics. Yeah. I don't want to disregard the data, but I also, to your point, like it also seeing the the humanity of those people and, and just engaging with the people who listen, engaging with those who are, um, who know me at a, you know, intimate level and just, and really asking like, yeah, yeah. what do you think? Having yeah. those conversations. Yeah. Um, and those to me are helpful to just, uh, to be humble. You know, you're always humble by your closest community, right? Like the yeah. people who know you the most, I think that's really where it comes from. And so yeah. when I'm talking to those people who know what's up and they're like, bro, you come on, man, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. or you know, don't, don't think you, deserve like you said these these views or this kind of reception i think that's important and yeah. so to me that's uh that's been my process it's yeah. just continuing to lean into the people who rock with me that's good, man. um and realizing that they're they're dope yeah you know yeah and they think i'm dope we just gonna we are a community by itself and yeah. to grow a community isn't to wait for it to come it's to engage and water and cultivate yeah. the people that are already there. Yeah, that's so good, man. I love it. So many gems you dropped there, but I wanted to extract one piece of um, thing that you said and really unpack. Um, what what has that journey been like for you to separate yourself from your results? Um, because it's so easy, like you said, to take a look at the analytics and internalize that and make that, you know, um, who, and we don't only do that for negativity. We also do that with positivity. Yeah. So we could also be um, clouded by our own judgment because we think we're highly or we think we think we're, we're more important than we are. Yeah. Like we see the views and it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like I did that. You know what right. I mean? Like I put that together, Thanks. what have you. So it goes both ways. You could either, you know, be like, dang, I'm terrible. Like, what am I doing in my life? I'm a failure or, yeah, I'm the stuff, this, this and that. And I think what you like having community is important because they keep you grounded and they're like yeah. yo don't get ahead of yourself buddy <laughs> slow your roll you're yeah. not that important but um 
what has that process been like for you to separate yourself from your work? Because if I were to be honest with you, I think that's, you know, it's kind of weird to uh, refer to myself as an artist because I don't, I don't think I'm artistic, but this is like a form of art. Communication yeah. is an art. It's an art form. And, and so, but like, it's so easy to look at the numbers and say, I'll, I'll be very real, be yeah. very vulnerable this week, bro. This week, I think it was like Tuesday. I literally, um, I literally had the thought like, I'm not built for this. Wow. Literally this week, I was just like, uh, I don't know if I could do this. I don't know if this is for me. Um, what am I doing here? I put up a lot of money. I put up a lot of time. Yeah. Um, it's not getting the the results that I that I had hoped for. It's not coming as quickly as I imagined it to be. And so. You know, you sit and you start wondering, like, is this, you know, is, is this really worth it? And then, like, throughout the week, you just get texts and calls from people encouraging you, like, you know, yo, this really blessed me. This helped me. This gave me perspective. This helped me think differently or critically or what have you. But just this week alone, that was like a thought, like, man, I'm not, this is not for me okay. based on analytics. You know what I'm saying? Which is weird because the last few weeks, Shaping the Culture has been doing well. Um, but still in the midst of that, you can still, it's so weird because you can still do well, but if your priorities are not straight and your heart's not in the right place, you'll still find a way to like devalue yourself yeah, or good. put yourself down. And so for you speak to that, like what, what has it been like for you to uh, just detach yourself from that? Yeah. For me, you know, it's funny because when you look at imposter syndrome, you know, like the definition for the, my, my paraphrase would just be, you know, feeling like you don't deserve your successes. Yeah. Like you said, that word fraud, like you feel fraudulent. Yeah. Like, man, I'm, I'm a nobody. How am I, how am I getting any kind of success? I'm not, I'm not an expert. I don't have all the answers. I'm not yeah. a quote unquote professional. Yeah. Um, all of those things. Yeah. But what's funny is when I look at that definition and I look directly at the gospel mm-hmm. and you just say, well, you're right. You don't deserve. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you like, you don't deserve your successes. Yeah. You, you are nothing without God. Like yeah. that's the, that's like the gospel side of that, that truth. And so to me, I was asking my, even on the way over here, I was like, is there a healthy amount of imposter syndrome? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is there a healthy amount of realizing that you actually don't deserve the successes that you have yeah, and, and being able to say, I don't, Yes. Because, yeah. because the grace and favor of my life is yeah. the real answer why I'm having the successes. Because yeah. 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 I'm almost thinking, if you can add it up, yeah. Yeah. if you're like, my skills and my quality deserves one million views, and you get those one million, <laughs> that's a scary place to be because now you're... De- you, it's on you now. It's on you. Yeah. Everything is about you. Yeah. You know, like... And so I kept thinking, you know, so good, what's bro. the opposite of imposter syndrome? And it's like... I think you start having that entitlement conversation. Yeah. Now it's like, I deserve this because yeah. of I am who I am. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm that good. I'm, my quality is that whatever, yeah. you know? And so to me, to help separate the two, yeah. um, that that's where like, I kept rubbing against was like, yeah. I'm undeserving of the fruit of this podcast or the fruit of anything that I'm putting out. Like, that's just the reality. Yeah. Of course, as a creative and as an artist or, you know, entrepreneur or whatever, content creator, like, like I said, you, the, 
you put out good stuff. You yeah. hope that there's reception equals what you put out. Yeah, yeah. No question. But the reality is you don't deserve it. Yeah. And I think that to me was, it's humbling to understand that like that's true. And so, so then we have to say, well, why do we do it then? Yeah. And it's like, my question to be, was for me and to you would be, well, do you enjoy it? Yeah. Do you enjoy getting in this, in the studio, getting yeah. on the mic, having a conversation yeah. with dope people? Yeah, yeah. Yes or no? Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. are you enjoying the process? Is it fruitful yeah. in the sense that people are benefiting? Mm. You know, like I used to, I used yeah, to man. always say like, follow the fruit. And I think people think fruit is always, like you said, like it's many. Yeah. But it's sometimes it's magnification. Sometimes it's size. Yeah. And so it's like, if I disciple one person and they end up changing the world, the fruit on that is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a ridiculous, yeah. you know, yeah. return on my investment yeah absolutely ultimately yeah but i would sit there and say well i only disciple one mm. but Mm-mm. they made this amount of impact yeah and Still, so man. at the end of the day that's what really what we're doing yeah and so sure if we get a big audience i mean I, I can't even i can't even put myself in this situation right because i i would want to believe i'd be able to talk the same way yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like i'd be like saying the same stuff yeah yeah but the reality is who knows and maybe that will never happen. But if it does, it's like, you know, you want to believe you'll be the same person at the same viewpoints. Yeah. Um, but I think I think KB put out a post today. I don't know if you saw that about like CHH and he put out his streams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and, saw he, that, and, yeah. He, and he talked about it. Yeah. And he said, man, like in an industry where there's really no industry, yeah. no marketing, yeah. no radio play, you know, no big back, uh, just dollars from from companies and, and, and uh, you know, just the machine ultimately. Yeah. yeah. Machine, yeah. He's like, yo, like all of this is by the grace of God. We don't deserve any of it. Yeah. But we're grateful for all of it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that to me is like the right approach to have towards this. Yeah, is, that's good, man. You know, do everything that you can to the best of your ability. Yeah. And as God gives us the wisdom and the desire to improve it, yeah. do so. Yeah, yeah. If you can get better at your craft, do so. Do so, absolutely. You know, yeah. but don't believe that because of your abilities or because of your quality or your marketing plan that you deserve anything more than what you get. Yeah. Yeah. And, and be okay with the results. Yeah. You know, like, and I think that's, that's the challenge. And I know, you know, as a believer, it's tough to balance the, the results from, from what you put it in. But I think for me, my, I definitely, you know, had my identity attached, but now it's more so just like, I can come in knowing that this is all yeah. by the grace of God, yeah, yeah. you know? And so I'm not going to allow statistics to, Define what I'm doing or define who I am. Yeah. And it's, it's helped, it's freed me in so many ways. Cause now I get on the podcast, I'm I'm more authentic on my own podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm not worried about who who leaves and who stays. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. It's like you will attract the right people. Yeah. And if you're enjoying it, keep going. Yeah. And if you don't feel God is really, you know, very directly pulling you in another direction, keep going. Yeah. You know, and if you have enough feedback that says like this is legit. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I got a friend who makes music and we have those conversations. And then yeah. when he asked me what he puts out a song, he's like, what you think? I'm gonna keep it real with you. Yeah. 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 Brother's trash. <laughs> Go back to the drive. What's this? Yeah. Yeah. Like what's this auto tune? Like what's going on, bro? You sounding crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, but at the same token, it's just like, I think that feedback is what helps us to make decisions and decide like, how far to go down each path. And I yeah. think like, like you said, having those things like I'm not, I'm not built for this, built for what? Mm. Built for a big audience? Mm. Maybe you're not. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I guess we can't really decide that. Yeah, yeah. Only God but, knows. Yeah. But you're built to do something you enjoy. Yeah. At the bare minimum. Yeah. And I think everybody's built for at least that. Yeah. So if as long as you're getting that out of it, keep going. Yeah. You know? So good, bro. Like, that's been my approach with the content. I have fun doing it. I enjoy writing it, uh, creating it, filming it, all of the above. Yeah. I'm going to keep going. Yeah, yeah. And I've seen enough fruit to believe that it's worth it. Yeah. You know? And that's crazy for you to say now. Right. Imagine. Yeah, you know what I mean? I th- Yeah, bro, you hit on some quality things I want to, like, discuss. I think that it is the grace of God. Um, and, you know, God is the X factor. You know, like, we're not saying don't work at your craft. We're not saying don't be excellent. We're not saying don't get better. Go back to the drawing board and do what you got to do to improve yourself. But I don't know if you felt this. It doesn't like whether we upped our equipment, whether we upped our approach, whether we're consistent, you know, or not. Every time there's a win, it's still that that was God. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't matter, like the work or the hours you put in. Like, I don't know what it is, but like God just at least in my life and from what I'm hearing you, uh, how I'm hearing you speak, I feel like you can relate to this. Uh, no matter how excellent you are, no matter how hard you work, when you see the fruit come in, you you just can't take the credit. Yeah. Like There's something about it where you're like, yo, it, it had to be God. Like 100 streams, it had to be God. Yeah. A thousand streams, it had to be God. Like even though I did the best that I could do right now where I'm at in my journey, whatever fruit comes from it always goes back to God. And I think what you said is so deep because yeah, like this imposter syndrome, we do have to acknowledge on some front, on some level, uh, we, we don't got it like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I, I think of this example, there was this pianist who, um, yeah, she was, she was about to go out on stage and perform. And right before she was a Christian, right before she went out, um, she just prayed this quick prayer. She's like, Lord, um, just show me tonight how much I need you. Mm. That was quick prayer. Said that backstage. Called up. her name. Yeah, <laughs> she did mess up. She could have said that during practice. <laughs> now, <laughs> but she goes out on stage, front and center, and God remembered her prayer. It's funny because God be remembering the prayers mm. that are difficult. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like oh. the ones that are gonna be costly. That's the one he's like, "Bet I'm ready." Got you. Got you. So she got up. And as soon as she approached the, the the piano to play, she immediately forgot how to play. Mm. Like she, her memory just shot gone. She she didn't know chords. She didn't know notes. She didn't she didn't she didn't remember her like set. All of it gone. Oh. And in that moment, she realized, oh God, without you, I can't even, I can't even think. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. simple as that. Without you, I can't even walk on the stage and maybe some some people listen to this and think that's super extreme but i really subscribe to that like yo i don't underestimate anything like me getting in my car driving here today and making it is an act of the grace of god like i didn't have to make it here like i something could have gone terribly wrong maybe it's morbid to think that way but like to have a functioning mind, to have the ability to have a conversation. I've I've met some people that don't don't know how to have conversations. You know, mm-hmm. like I don't I don't look at this and say I don't I don't take this for granted. This is a conversations are a gift from God yeah. for me because I know like they're very rare sometimes. You know, 
And so, yeah, man, I think we do have to acknowledge that, you know, at the end of the day, like it's all God. Yeah. But there is like a flip side to it too, where, you know, uh, I think we can go the extreme and say that, okay, we, we're talking about Gideon. Yeah. Where even when Gideon or even when God is like, I got you, mighty warrior, like even when God does affirm him and let him know, like, Abra, hey, like, I'm going to use you in a mighty way and don't get it twisted. It's because I'm with you, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, he's still like, I don't know if you got the right one, God. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm out here hiding from my life. I'm out here in this wine press. Like, I'm not like, I'm looking, yeah, I'm looking crusty right now, God. And he like takes God on this journey of like, yo, give me some signs. And so funny because God <laughs> performs the first sign and yeah. he wakes up and it's not enough. He's like, all right, let's do another sign. And, I love that story because it just shows God's grace where he's patient yeah, with good. Gideon and he wants to show him, no, 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 I have called you to this. And so I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to affirm you. I'm going to do what I need to do to give you the confidence to do what I've empowered you to do. Um, but on the flip side, like even when we do know it's all God, sometimes we still cripple ourselves mm -hmm. and sometimes we still think we're not enough, right? Like we believe that God got us. We believe that we're only here by God's grace. We believe everything God does in our life is for his name's sake. And we're not able to accomplish anything without his divine power. But even on the flip side, there's still this crippling that happens where even in knowing all of that, you're still not sure. Yeah. I see Moses fighting with God. God's trying to call him and he's like, Hey, I don't, yeah, <laughs> you know, struggling. I got a stuttering problem. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? I just see how time and time again in the scripture, when God calls, like I even Samuel, when God calls Samuel, me, I come from the smallest tribe. Yeah. Like I come from the tribe of Benjamin, like, and even in my family's household, I'm like, you know what I mean? And so there's this, even when God is affirming, even when God is assuring, yeah. There's this, I'm an imposter, yo. I don't know if you got the right one. There's someone that's more eloquent, more articulate. There's someone that's more charismatic. There's someone that's well well connected, has a bigger network, so on and so forth. We still play this game. And so for you, have you ever had to fight God in what he was calling you to do, even if it was just to do something genuine, authentic to yourself? And if so, like, how did you get over that hump? Yeah, no, you you gave a lot of good uh good examples. Yeah. Um you know, and it's I think what I've learned over time and you, know, you look at you look at Jesus even, you know, people yeah. people were upset that he called himself God but he didn't look like one. Yeah. He didn't act like one. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't what they expected the Messiah to be. Yeah. And to me that's where the root of imposter syndrome comes from because you can only you can only say that you're not, you can only call yourself a fraud if you believe you know what the real thing looks like. Yeah. And the issue is we base the real thing off of other people mm. or things that we want to believe is the standard. Yeah. Like you said, it's like, you know, with the podcast, it's like if I see someone else doing it, you know, certain Joe Rogan, whatever, right? Yeah, you see crazy. him crushing yeah. the game, right? Killing it, yeah. You know, 150 mil Spotify doing his thing, like just yeah. going whatever, crazy guess. Three hour podcast, people listen. studio. Yeah. They telling me they won't 
45 minutes is too much. Joe Rogan got right. a five hour long podcast. Right. You in yeah. there all day with Joe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you can't he, give me 20 minutes. 20. <laughs> you can't stay for 15. Also, awesome. <laughs> wholesome content. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but it's like you, the issue is we create our own standards. Mm. And I think that's the root of what imposter syndrome does. As you say, well, I'm like you said, I'm not as good as so-and-so or I'm not, you know, as a good a communicator as blank. And it's like, that's the whole issue is like yeah. you're only an imposter if you think you're not the real thing. But what who defines the real thing? Right. right. You know, and that's what we see biblically. Like God defines the real thing yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And as we as we've been talking, you know, I can't I can't help but think also that, you know, we, you know, as believers to sit here, it's easy to sit here and be like, oh, it's all God, you know, <laughs> what a grace of God. But the reality is we see people who are non-believers, who are just skilled, blow yeah. up all the time. All the time, bro. And so it's like, well, how can you just say it's just God who made your streams grow? Like, clearly there's a an actual, like, yeah. skill yeah, yeah. measurement based on how the world perceives skill. Yeah. You that, know? That's that Proverbs, you know, yeah. a hardworking man eats, you know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like David and Goliath, it's like... David had the skill set. Yeah. He refined over time. Over time. Killing the bears, lions out there. He, yeah. Like he's. In the jungle. Yeah. For him to shoot that slingshot wasn't a, that's a skill he refined. Yeah. That wasn't, it didn't hit him by the grace of God. It hit him by his skill set. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and so I don't want to disregard that yeah. component. Yeah. But, you know, I think, but the way it was orchestrated is by the grace of God. His victory, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. his courage, his, his even ability to think that it was possible. Right. By the grace of God. And so. Yeah. For me, you know, as we're uh, dealing with that, uh, it's tough. Yeah. it's And it's easy to sit here and just feel like, oh, yeah, God's got it. Yeah, yeah. But the reality is, is like, you don't wake up every day and, and with that level of confidence and that level of faith, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. And so I think um, as I'm recording the podcast and I'm, I'm and I'm going through the motions, it's just like, you just have to keep, sometimes you just have to keep going. Yeah. And understand that you you're not gonna know you're not gonna yeah. be as good as so and so or measure up in the same way. Yeah. But yeah. where you are in the space that you're in, doing what you're doing is where God has you. Yeah, and and that's good enough for the yeah. moment. Yeah, you know, and we get ahead of ourselves so many yeah. times. Yeah, we don't want to walk the slow path. We don't want to, you know, take it one step at a time. Yeah, like yeah. every time you ask me how I'm doing, one day at a time. And it's yeah. like the reality is, Literally. I say that. But I'm thinking about next week. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking about the podcast I'm putting out and <laughs> how I'm going to market it and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're factoring all these extra things. And so, you know, I think, uh, like I said, I think we have to change our expectations of what success is supposed to look like. That's good. Yeah. Like, that's how we defeat imposter syndrome. Yeah. We say, whatever standard I thought existed, there's a new standard. Yeah. Like, why can't we be the new standard? Right. Moses was a new standard. A man with a stuttering problem, yeah. you know, yeah. led these people. Yeah. Gideon was a new standard. Yeah. Like God's making new standards all the time. Yeah. But we want to measure it up of what the world has said success right. needs. Yeah. You need this skill set, this equipment, this thing, and when you don't, when you don't feel like you have that, yeah. you say I can't make it. Yeah. So I think you have to. We have to redefine and allow God to yeah. determine what those standards are, and then we can say. What's authentic and what's not. That's true. That's true. I think like going back to the drawing board and redefining what success is, is important. 
because you and I know as Christians, you know, Jesus has an upside down kingdom. You know what I'm saying? He, uh, you want to be the greatest, you got to be the least. Mm. You want to be first, you got to go last. Um, somebody slaps you, you turn the other cheek. You know what I'm saying? You don't fight back. You And Jesus, Philippians 2 is the epitome of that where mm. it says he did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but rather he humbled himself. He became obedient to death, the death on a cross. That's that's the model. He's like, yo, the way I'm going to lead and rule is by being killed by the people that <laughs> I made. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, yeah, and I, and I think that's helped me too. Like, you know, I think about God wasn't calling Gideon to be a leader so that Gideon can flex on the gram. <laughs> like, God was calling Gideon to be a leader so that he can serve the people of God. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? God didn't call out Moses so that Moses could just have this title. He called Moses out so that Moses can set the people of God free. Mm-hmm. And I think that when we attach what we're doing to the glory of God, we will always see success differently. Um, we will we will realize it's not about us, you know, like and it's so weird. I think about such a classic throwback background by Lecrae. Yeah. Where he's like, It's so it's so crazy how I want to do these things for you. And he's like talking about the things he actually wants to do for himself. It's like, yeah, God, I want to love people and serve you. But then really deep down you're like, but I I like the clout and I, I like being called to these festivals and I like the checks that come with this and I like to hang out with and and if we don't check our heart and really examine why we do what we do, we can fail to understand what God is calling us to. And I uh I love what KB was saying in that post because like he didn't use that opportunity to flex. Right. Look at these, like I got I think it was like fifty two million it's ridiculous, yeah, right? He pointed it back to the X factor. Yeah. He's like, but God, yo, only God can do this. God knows our name. We're known on, you know, first, we're on a first name basis with a God, yeah. with the creator of the heavens and the earth, you know? And so that's so real. Uh, what would be, for those that are tuning in, what would be your advice? Or for those that are like, yo, I want to start this business. I want to start the podcast. I want to write my first song. I want to. I want to be a fashion designer. I want to practice law and I want to open up my own firm or, um, yeah, I want to open up a restaurant. I want to, whatever it is, like we got a lot of creative dope people on Mm -hmm. listening and tuning in, like, but they're letting, you know, maybe imposter syndrome or fear like, yo, but, and you know, what's crazy, bro. Like everybody, everybody is the same. Like, you know, like, yo, how do I say this? Like the, the the person that you esteem is just a human being. Thanks. They got to eat three times a day. They yeah. got to get their eight hours of sleep. They got to eat food and drink water. They, they got to brush their teeth, right? I'm learning, bro, over time. There is no real difference between us and, and maybe like a Kevin Hart. Yeah. It's, you know, sure there's grace and favor and, you know, common grace speaks to that too for unbelievers, but it was hard work and consistency. There, there's nothing special. I think it's also a danger when we look at others and say we can't do what they do. I think that's. I think that speaks to maybe the idols that we've turned them into. You know, um, I, I really believe that God has given. I mean, God has given us and them 24 hours in the day. Mm-hmm. 
He's given them and us both eyes, ears, like like we're we're we've got, and especially in this day and age where globalization is happening, and we've got social media, you've got more access to success than ever before. But maybe somebody's listening and they're thinking, "Golly, man, like I don't know if I could do this." You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. You know, I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid I won't be enough. I'm afraid that I won't measure up. Um, I have some things to say to this too, but who, what would be your advice as we kind of think about wrapping this up? Like what, how would you encourage somebody came to you and said, Hey, yo, Christian, um, I love what you're doing. Praise God for your podcast, but I'm having a hard time starting my business. I'm having a hard time pursuing my dreams. Like how would you encourage them, um, as they're kind of working through some of these, um, some of these issues or some of these, uh, strongholds that are holding them back? Yeah, um, <laughs> man, that's been uh, such a personal journey for me because yeah. that's, you know, I just relate to that on a lot of levels. But I think for, for me, first things foremost is I would try to identify because I think we can call a lot of things imposter syndrome, but a lot of it's shame mm. or, or sometimes it's just genuine laziness. Wow. Like, and so I would ask them, you know, what are you currently doing? Yeah. Like, because it's, it's one thing to say I'm an impo- like I'm doing everything I can, I'm killing it, but I still feel like I don't deserve my success. Yeah. It's another thing to not do anything, mm. not be putting in the work, and not be putting in the things that you just said, the consistency, and the, yeah. and the time and effort, yeah. and then be frustrated and feel like, oh, I'm not built for this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, you're not doing anything about it. Yeah. And for me, um, a lot of my story has been covered in that shame, right, of just like, should be doing things at a certain level. And then when I wasn't, I just tore myself down and that crippled me to the point where I wasn't able to start anything. I wasn't able to end up taking action. Mm. Um, You know, and I just try to cover it up by doing things at a certain level of quality. Like I was thinking the other day, you know, it was wild. I was like, I have learned valuable skill sets in the name of shame. Mm. Like, I got really good at certain things just to show up presentable. Mm. Like that's how I learned fashion. That's how I learned videography. That's how I learned photography. Mm. And I got really good because I wanted to present myself to the world in a certain light. Mm. I was deathly afraid of just being raw Mm. at my current level at where I was. Um, which I'm thankful for the skill sets now, you know, because I've learned to love them. But like they weren't yeah. birthed out of a desire for that. Yeah. It was a desire to to look, uh, you know, good enough. Yeah. And and so now I'm I'm trying to, you know, as I've just like gotten free from a lot of that and been like, yo, we we good. Mm-hmm. Start where you are with yeah. what you have, doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like. That's that's the challenge. And so for the people that are like, man, I just don't know what to do, where to start, what's next. My thing is just like you have to get clear on what's the roadblock. Yeah. You know, is it I'm afraid to show up a certain way? Is it you don't have enough information to start? Mm. Or are you just genuinely, like I said, are you just procrastinating and you're lazy and not doing the work? Because mm. to me, it's really usually one of those things. Mm. And people are like, well, I'm afraid. Afraid of what? Yeah. Afraid of people's opinions? Well, we got to get through that because yeah, yeah. at some point, if we want to, you know, have a business or be a content creator and want to get married, want to have kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, 
And what I've just understood and learned that like the root of shame is ultimately f- fear of abandonment. Mm. We're afraid of that if people know us mm. at a, our deepest level that they'll leave. Mm. And so to me, what's really healed me through that is the, it was the gospel. Yeah, man. And not only did God know me at the deepest possible level and not leave, but he ran towards me. Yeah, that's good. And so to me, I have to tell myself that daily. Yeah, man. That every time I think that I'm going to show something that might make someone leave, there was someone else who sprinted at me mm. for that same reason. Yeah. He saw everything, yeah. stuff that I've never shown people, stuff yeah. that people will never see. Yeah, yeah. And still was like, nah, I'm, he's, you, you're good. Yeah. You're, you're good enough. You're yeah. deserving of this love. And so... Um, as I've, you know, overcame that and healed through that, now it's just a matter of having the right information and just in, in taking the steps. Because yeah. I think what we do, when you take action, something about just taking action that yeah. alleviates mm. some of those fears. Because yeah. when you have a plan and when you have a, you know, and you know that you're executing, mm. you could go to bed at night being like, I'm doing, yeah. I'm on track. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I think what a lot of people will fail to admit is that their anxiety and their fears is just like, I didn't do anything today. Mm, it just come wow. from not getting the stuff wow. done. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh, man, I'm not blowing up. Oh, you're just not executing. <laughs> and you're yeah. feeling bad because you're like, I'm not. One of the worst feelings is not being closer to your goal than you were yesterday. Yeah. Like, that is scary. Yeah. And as a content creator, um, you know, we want to think that it's like you said, like, it's just based off of that viral thing or that. Right chance but the reality is i can and i'm sure you're the same way but the amount of people that i know have started podcasts that no longer exist mm-hmm. i can't count you know i know very few people who've been doing podcasts consistently for a year two years etc without significant breaks or just quitting altogether and that goes with business that goes yeah. with music that goes with you know youtube like but at the end of the day yeah because we're humans yeah. and because we like we we could live off trust. Yeah, yeah. Consistency is a form of trust. Yeah. And when you show That's up good, every man. week, That's when you so show great. up at a certain level of a certain cadence, yeah. we build trust. Yeah. Even if your content sucks a certain week or yeah. your song sucks or your video sucks, you're still you showing show up. up. Yeah. That's good, man. And you're still, hey, I'm I'm still here, y'all. Yeah. I'm still trying. I'm yeah. still working. I'm yeah. still pushing. Yeah. My business, we still making these shirts. Yeah. You know, we're <laughs> yeah. still trying to figure out the right design. Yeah. You like the last one? I got another one. Yeah. got a new one. You know, yeah. like yeah. that's good, ultimately what it is. And your yeah. first five, 10, 15, a hundred ain't going to be all that. Yeah. And most of us are afraid of that period. We're afraid of the period where nothing's working. Hmm. But the reality is, is anybody, you know, how many shows did Kevin Hart have to flop before he <laughs> is what he is now? Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. He had he had to. Yeah. He had to have a joke that that nobody was responding to. Yeah. That's how he learned. That's how he developed. Yeah. And you know, even like we, we were talking about my podcast, it was like going through that process of quitting shaped me in a way that yeah. now I've learned that yo, consistency matters. It does. Showing up matters. People yeah. are less concerned about the specific thing than they are about you just continuing to show up. Like Tovin Uigwe, man, he's showing up every Sunday. Every Sunday. For I mean, years, too. For years. And now he's popping off. Like, and right. Yeah. For, I mean, people don't know how many albums that he has. Yeah. Just deep. And not only is he showing up with music, he's got videos, yeah, he got yeah. clothing, like, and he, and he had to go through that time. He had to yeah. go through that process of just, like, keep getting better. And so people who come to see him now are like, yo, my man's just doing it. And if you're, an, if you're a musician and you watch this video and you're like, that's what I have to do to blow up, you will forever feel like an imposter. Yeah, 
Yeah. But if you can say, no, I just have to show up for as long as he did to get to the highest level of my skill set that I can get, then that's what it is. Yeah. You know, and some people's, you know, some people are just crazy gifted and yeah. it's quick. It's yeah. a quicker journey. Yeah. That's the truth. Some yeah. people are just funny. Yeah, they're yeah. really, you know, they're good looking. They're really talented. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's just the, that's just the part of how how life works. Yeah, yeah. But I think some people most people. <laughs> most people. Yeah. The reality is your journey is gonna take some serious time. And once you just kind of buckle up, get ready, like, yeah. and you're enjoying it. And it goes back to what you said earlier about like knowing why you started and why you yeah, do it. Yeah. Because I think if you can always point back to why you do it and be okay with that answer, mm-hmm. then you have no reason to give up. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And you don't have to. You don't have to worry about a linear mm. uh, line on your stat sheet. You have to worry about a linear line on your consistency sheet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's like good, I can look yeah. at. Did I post something for five years? Like that's all I need to be paying attention to right now. And just refining, refining, and you know, I'm sure, like you said, you didn't start out with this gear. No, no. You know, we started off with the snowball mic. What the snowball? <laughs> I, like I said, bro, I was telling y'all literally, like I started with Google recordings. Yeah. Like two dudes with Google numbers, free voice numbers, click four. Your call is not recording. Like that's how it used to go, and we used to just rap for for an hour and a half and just throw it out. You know what I mean? And like that. Yeah, they're not gonna work. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where we started, and yeah. and we lost why we did it, which is why we quit. Yeah. And when you have a poor reason of why we do it, yeah. it's easy to give up, you know. Yeah. So like, if you're enjoying this, if you have a business that you just genuinely care about, if you yeah. love making music, you know, keep going, keep doing what yeah. you're doing, and, and yeah. trust it, man. Bro, that as you were speaking, I'm thinking about this Jay Z line that I've been meditating on. For the last two weeks. That's Jay Z. Let's go. <laughs> Jay Z said the most genius thing we ever did was not give up. Mm. Like the the billionaire Jay Z, right? Married to Beyonce, Jay Z. Uh, I don't know who's you know beating him when it comes to his catalog right now. Jay Z, right? Um, he said the most genius thing we did was not give up. Y'all, like I was actually watching like about a month ago, like this real dope documentary on him and you know how many times they said no to him mm-hmm. that's why he actually had to start his own label crazy. he's like all right y'all don't want me i'll just do it by myself like before anybody else is doing it he's like all right i know what i got i'll fund this grassroots let's just go to the people sell these albums off uh, out of our trunks let's go to these record stores and but like we see where he's at now, you know. He was what I mean? older when he started. Yeah, he was twenty six. Like he, like in the hip hop world, you're. <laughs> that's when you start retiring. Old. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's when. And I love that because, like anybody who's ever successful, um, they'll tell you the same thing. We just didn't give up. Yeah, and she also the same thing. Yeah, I just didn't quit. You just didn't quit, and I love what you said. The only thing that should be linear. On the on this on this growth track should be our consistency, um, you know. Our it's it's like a it's it's like this weird roller coaster ride where some days you do really well, some days you don't do well, some days you do well, and it's just this. Yeah, I think about I think about Peter on the boat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were cat. They, 
you, you know what I love about that story when Jesus came and, you know, they like literally caught so much where the, the, the ship was beginning to sink. What I love about that story is before Jesus came and blessed them with the fish, they were already out there fishing. Mm. Like Jesus didn't bless them when they were at home doing nothing. Yeah, that's good. Sometimes we want God to bless something and we haven't showed up. But before God can show up, we need to show up. You know, they were out there all night, you know what I'm saying, catching nothing. That's when Jesus is like, all right, let me come into this yeah. picture. And so I love that, like, the picture is painted here, the, the story is set up where they're out there doing what they got to do, no results, right? And then Jesus gets on the boat, and he's like, yo, just take your nets on the other side. And if I was Peter, <laughs> like, yo, Jesus, listen, my daddy's a fisherman. <laughs> my grandpa's a fisherman. I've been doing this for some years. You don't think we tried that? Right. <laughs> you don't yes. think we know that? The other side. Like, what are you talking about, right. Jesus? Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but what I love about that is Peter trusted Jesus with the basic instruction. Mm -hmm. I feel like we want this quick come up. And Jesus is like, just do what you've already been doing. Like, Jesus didn't tell Peter to do anything new. He's not like, you need to buy these a brand new set of nets. It's not like you need a different boat. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Or you need to get different. Like, it's not. Do what you're already doing. Jesus doesn't tell Peter to do something different. He tells him to do what he's already been doing. That's crazy That's to me. crazy, bro. Like, Jesus doesn't tell Peter. New, he doesn't give him new instruction. He just tells him to keep doing what he's already been doing. But with Jesus' touch on it, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it goes crazy. But what's so encouraging, though, the reason why I share this story is because the fish, they catch a whole bunch of fish. The nets are breaking. Boat's going down. And Peter's response, I'm getting, yeah, just emotional thinking about it. He doesn't feel entitled to the success. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't look at all the fish and say, finally, you know, all this hard work. Or he doesn't get bitter at, oh, now that Jesus tells me to do this, this is when it comes. Like, I've been doing this. Like, he looks at Jesus and he says, yo, get away from me. I'm a sinner. Like, yeah. his response to Jesus blessing him is, hey, man, you got the wrong one. Yeah. We're talking about imposter syndrome. Jesus, you blessing my business? Like, I don't deserve all of this. You know what I mean? Like, I know I've been working hard. I know I've been out all night. I know I've been doing the best I can do. But Jesus, when you come up and show out, I yo, like this is too much. Yeah. And I love it because it, it reminds me of the passage in Romans where Paul says, it's the Lord's kindness that leads us to repentance. Mm. And like what broke Peter was God's kindness. Yeah. You know, what broke Peter was Jesus being extremely kind to him. And so what I love about that is, also, when God comes in, in the picture and he blesses whatever it is that we've been trying to do, you know, Jesus, you know, if, if the blessing isn't attached again to a deeper, intimate relationship with him, he won't do it. Right. But like, I love that Peter's response was, hey, I'm not worthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't deserve this. And I, and, I, and I think like, when I think about that story, I'm like, yo, because like later on, that was in the beginning of the ministry. Later on, Jesus, after he resurrects, he comes back and does the same yeah. miracle. They have breakfast on the beach. And then Jesus asks him a very important question. Yeah. He says, do you love me more than this? 
yeah remember when i blessed your business yep. amen do you do you love me more than this and what jesus is asking him he's saying do you agape me yeah. he's like do you love me more than the podcast blowing up <laughs> uh do you love me more than the business taking off do you love me more than the merch going crazy because i can do that that that's no brain that's easy, easy. yeah, yeah. I, I told you remember when i came into the scene i told you to do a very simple task you need new nets after that but what i want to know peter is i could i could do more than what you could ever like ephesians like more than you ever dreamed or imagined like that's that's our god but he 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 goes and asks him, okay, more than this, do you agape me? And and the Bible says that Peter was heartbroken and he says, Yes, I love you. And when you read in the original language, you don't know why Peter is upset, but then when you study it in the Greek, you realize he's saying, I phileo you. I don't agape. I love you like a homie, Jesus. Yeah. But with ever this agape, with this unconditional with everything, I don't know. And I think like that's the fight in this journey, and that's the battle is to say, I work hard, but I want to work hard and hold it loosely and say, Lord, I love you more than this. And if you want me to step away, I'll, I'll, <laughs> yes. I'll step away. Yeah. And I think that's a beautiful story. And I think that that to me encourages me because when I start letting this stuff mess with my identity, when I let the analytics, you know, say I think that's like God's reminder of saying, yo, 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 chill out. Mm -hmm. Do you love me more than this? You are not what you do. You are not what you produce. Yeah. You are not the content you put out. Uh, you are not your Instagram followers. Yep. You know, you're not your subscribers. Like, do you love me more than this? Um, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, um, our love to God will always give us perspective on all our other loves. Mm -hmm. If our love for God doesn't supersede our love for what we do, we will always mismanage what God has entrusted us with. Yeah. And I think that um, if we, you know, I'm not, you know, when Adam was out there naming all the animals and, you know, doing, I don't, I don't think he made it. And I, it was like, this is what God has for me, but I'm not going to define myself by what I do. And I think that, and, and I'm tying that all together and bringing it back to say, I think when we don't let the stuff control who we are i think we're free to create yeah. we're free to build we're free to work um, when we know that whether five people like it or a thousand or a million or 10 million it's this doesn't have me god has me yeah if god, so you brought you're, you brought up toby toby says some incredible one time i was watching an interview he said he told his wife if you want me to walk away from this i will walk away from it at any moment He's like, I won't do this without your blessing. Yeah, that's love. Like, think like, yo, that that man is choosing family over his career. But for him to be blowing up and give that power and say, I will at any moment, like that, that that's a man that shows this doesn't have him. You know, he's not controlled by what he does. Yeah. And uh, I think that when God has that kind of power, when we're able to say, hey, I love you more than this business. God will trust us with our purpose because God didn't put these desires in us simply to put desires in us. Right. Jesus told Peter, I've called you to be fishers of men. I still want you to fish. Maybe just not in the way you imagined. Yeah. I still got a greater call. I'm going to like spearhead the church through you. I got great plans for you. I'm not asking you to give up this fishing business so that you can do something 
uh, uh, remedial. Like I got, I got big plans for you, yo. And when we trust God with what we want to do, I think God will always, um, he'll always blow us out the water, Mm -hmm. um, in surprising us with what he has for us, you know, but it has to come back down to do we do we trust God? Do we love God? Do we look to God more than we look to these analytics or what have you? There's so yeah. much to be said here, yeah. bro. We can go another hour yeah, if we wanted we could, to. The, I, uh, I literally forgot we were recording. Yo, this is <laughs> <laughs> like I was so like good, mad, bro. inspired, encouraged by this. And I and I hope, you know, if you whoever's listening, if y'all still here with us, I hope this encouraged you and blessed you too. Um, and just know we need we need more of you in whatever space that God has for you. Uh, Colossians, one of my favorite books, you know, Paul says all things were made by God and for God. Right. Yeah. You you've got breath in your lungs. You know, it's because God gave that to you and he made you with purpose. He didn't he didn't call you to be uh, on the bench. He wants you to get in the game. Oh, no. And so if whatever God is gifted in you, uh, gifted you in and how he's hardwired you and what he's placed, the passions and the desires he's placed in your heart, run after it. Everybody feels like an imposter, especially, yo, like the statue, like people of color, we get it. The, especially on, black bro. women, they, it's like a whole nother level for them. To but, say, bro. but we we all out here feeling like frauds, you know what I'm saying? But we're not because we're called by God who yeah. made us, you know what I'm saying? And so when we know whose we are, oh man, it's, it's game, game changer. over. Yeah. Game changer, yeah. Bro. Any last thoughts? Yo, thank you for joining us on this yeah. fight. We got to have you come on more often. Hey, man, this is, this is street, fun. Man. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I just, like you said, bro, that's the last thing I'll say. But um, like you said, by God for God. And I think that's the temptation when we start creating, it becomes our thing. Yeah, yeah. Like we become a God in our own world mm. and God becomes a piece of what we're doing. Yeah. And the reality is we're a piece of what he's doing. Mm. And I think understanding that perspective Come on. changes. Come on, Bishop. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm just taking notes from you, my brother. Uh, but that's just been my thing lately. It's just like, we're so, it's just so tempting to yeah. want to Lord over what we're doing. Yeah. But the reality is when you, like you said, like we, if we allow him to Lord over us, mm. it changes everything. Yeah. Cause I mean, you, you said it so good. Like God could do anything. He could throw your net over here, throw net over. Don't don't matter. <laughs> yeah, you could just no net. You could just throw, put the fish in the boat. Don't matter. Like yeah. God has the ability to do what He wants to do. But yeah. that's not His will. Is so much bigger than that. So much bigger than our business success. Mm. You know. And I think I think by not starting, mm. we miss out on the opportunity for God to do something in our personal lives. Yeah, that has nothing to do with our business. Yeah. Cause I'll be in, I bet you can agree, but like what God has done with me mm. personally through my creative endeavors is more powerful than anything he's done mm. from a statistical perspective, mm. you know, mm. like can't put you in a box. You can't man. Yeah. If I, if I didn't go through with all of this, you know, and navigated this and to need God and to, to wrestle with God, you know, starting a business or being a creative or a musician or whatever you are, it's a it's an endeavor that's going to change who you are and if you don't start you miss out on the opportunity for that refinement yeah and the last thing you know my in my devotional today it said uh, a lot of people um go off intuition not instruction Mm -hmm. and i think that to me has been 
story of my life. It's just I base on everything on how I feel. Mm. And God is like, yo, I don't really care that much about how you feel. I'm telling you to do this because I know that however you feel is going to be nothing in comparison to what I'm going to do yeah. with your life. And yeah. so I just, uh, I've been refined through the process so much that yeah. I'm grateful for the struggles and, yeah. and the successes. Yeah. And it's always about, the, for God, it's never been about the destination. It's always been about the journey. That's it, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, God does more in us in the journey than he does in the destination. Come on, man. So, yeah, I, I always tell people, yo, if you want to be like God, just serve God. That's it. Because that is the greatest sanctifying tool that the Lord, listen, <laughs> God be exposing you when you out here trying to live for him. You know oh, what I'm what? saying? And so you, your, your impatience get exposed, your entitlement gets exposed, your pride gets exposed, your self-pity, all like, yo, just follow yeah. what God has for you and he'll show you, you got a lot to work on. Yeah. And so that's good, bro. And again, thank you for joining us. We might have to do a part two. Let us know. Please, I, find, I always find it weird and corny doing this, but hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. Got to do it, man. If this blessed you, share it. Uh, I hope, man, this, like, if, if nobody else got anything, I got something for yeah, you, bro. Same. This was good, bro. It, it, did, it did well for myself. Yeah, appreciate so, you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thanks for coming on. Until next time, family, uh, peace and grace.